This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. It's Trial of a Time Lord, Part 9, The Terror of the Vervoids. <laughs> this is going to be fun. chickens uh it is another week um we've up to episode nine of trial of a time lord i've realized that starting the classic end of this podcast with the longest ever doctor who story was probably a stupid idea but anyway that's where we are i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. So, part nine, it's the first episode of Terror of the Vervoids. And it's weird that we're halfway through a 14-part episode and this series seems to have just turned upside down and is a completely different kettle of fish now. We've got a new companion uh, in the form of Mel, um, played by Bonnie Langford, who, by the way... Bonnie Langford at the time was um, annoying. Uh, I I quite like her. I find her performance is is great and exciting and fun. But she was uh, not liked by the Doctor Who fans because she was a child star who um, kind of became an. Adult. This is her first foray into adult acting. Uh, I think she was a, maybe a pop star as well. I'm not sure. Anyway. Uh, as we found out years later, Billy Piper did the same thing and it was an amazing thing. And I, I quite enjoy Mel. Um, she is a little strident. Uh, so it starts off, we go to the trial. The doctor's upset about Perry being dispatched. So he's had a look into the Matrix, into his future. This makes no sense to me. But he's <laughs> he's getting, he, for his defence, he's going into his own future. And the Valyard quite correctly goes, Ooh, you think you're going to get better, do you? Um, so the reason he goes into the future is because someone somewhere in the Doctor Who production office went, oh, let's have the trial be like the Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. So there's the first story will be Ghost of Christmas Past. Uh, second one will be Ghost of Christmas Present. And the third one, which will be Ghost of Christmas Future. Um, 
Yeah, which makes no sense when you're trying to defend yourself uh, against things that haven't happened. But, you know, he gives it a red hot go. Um, so we <laughs> we head, we go into this spaceship, the Hyperion. Uh, by the way, if you've got the Blu-ray, there is a version of Terror of the Vervoids on there, a special edition, which has um, better graphics, uh, deleted scenes. I've gotten rid of all the trial guff uh, and a brand new opening sequence, which is that put crazy and I only watched the first five minutes. I'm like, where's the trial? And I'm like, oh, I'm watching the wrong one. Um, but it looks like madness. So maybe I'll watch that a bit later on. Maybe we're going to go back to Terror of the Vervoids again. <laughs> Anyway, so we start off, we're on a spaceship called the Hyperion, uh, then we get to see Honor Blackman, who you may know as Pussy Galore from James Bond. My name is Pussy Galore! Um, that's one of my impressions that I do. <laughs> oh, my name is Pussy Galore! Uh, that's my Honor Blackman, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> So she's upset because uh, her bags haven't turned up in uh, room six. Oh no! I think you'll find she's in room nine. Her keys upside down. Okay, that's not okay in the future. Um, and then the old bloke who's like, "Oh, I remember you from Stella Stora," and he's like, oh, "I've never met you before." He's even got the same voice. How peculiar! How much is this? The first five minutes of an episode of Midsummer Murders in Space. <laughs> I love it. It's so cool. Um, it's cheesy as all get out. Um, then we go inside the TARDIS and we haven't been inside the TARDIS for so long. Like it's episode nine and finally we're going inside the TARDIS, which is exciting. Also, there's shadowy hands, someone's sneaking about, you know, there's spooky music. It's it's kind. Of, I feel like we're watching old school Doctor Who again. I feel like the first eight episodes have been Doctor Who trying to be 80s. And now this episode's gone, no, it was better in the 70s. Let's just throw all that 80s stuff away and we'll go back. Um, and then the Commodore knows the Doctor, <laughs> which is like, I feel like the Commodore, when the, so, the, the, so the, the Doctor and Mel respond to whatever the call is that they get on the TARDIS. Um, and then the Commodore, the boss of the spaceship, uh, says, um, you know, oh, the Doctor. And it's almost like... He's gone, oh, I killed Poirot's on my spaceships. I was going to die. <laughs> Which I enjoyed. Um, <laughs> but he has the most insane dialogue and lovely Michael Craig. Is that his name, Michael Craig? Who used to be in GP on the ABC for a long time. Anyway, he manages to deliver a line with barely restrained resentment, where he goes, oh, the last time you were here, it was a web of mayhem and intrigue. <laughs> no one talks like that, Pippa Jane Baker. <laughs> oh, this script is out of control. Um, so, yeah, it's, I, I love that he's, he's had the Doctor on his spaceship before and it's it's ended in... It's ended in craziness, so uh, we know more craziness is to come. Um, it's Doctor Who. Uh, I do love Mel's crazy outfit. Like, she looks amazing. Like, her outfits are cool. Uh, now, the security man tells us he's about to retire, which we know what that means in Doctor Who language. He's a goner. 
Um, I'm too old for this brick. Um, yeah, I said brick. Uh, then we get to see the spooky plant. Some light gets on it, which is probably not a good thing because it starts to wiggle and glow. Um, and then there's the there's the alien in the weird suit who's got the translator thing on. I don't know what that's about. I'm sure that'll come into it later. Um, so the Doctor and Mel are confined to the lounge area, which is decorated entirely in white wicker. Uh, it's like, so one of the things that annoys me about this episode is that the doctor says, oh, 2986. It's terrible science fiction 101 to set your thing in, you know, the future version of what year it is now. Oh, let's go a thousand years into the future. It's it's 1986 here in our present day. So let's make it 2986. No. Don't do that. That's just dumb. Uh, anyway, that's what they've done. Uh, Pip and Shane Baker, the writers, and good on them. Uh, anyway, but what, like, obviously the set designer has been, like, has gone, you know what? In the future, everyone is going to have a crazy retro fetish about the Golden Girls Lanai. <laughs> Let's go and have the cheesecake out on the lanai, uh, and they want to get it. They're going to want their entire spaceship to be decorated in as the lanai from the Golden Girls. I love it. Um, then we see the man putting on his mask, uh, which you know we're all very familiar with here in coronavirus twenty nine eighty six, and the door says isolation room. And oh my god, what a dramatic sting it has! Bam, 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 bam. Isolation room. We don't even find out what's in there. Um, then Mel goes to do some exercises in the gym, uh, wearing a, a Bluetooth Walkman. I know, totally the future. Uh, Bluetooth Walkman. <laughs> Although old mate security guard says, oh, yes, just change the tape. They're still using tapes in 2986. Although, given that vinyls made a comeback, maybe cassettes are due back in. I don't know. And then there's this whole weird thing with the doctor wanting the passenger list and pulling mysterious flowers out of his coat like as if he's like this is something that Sylvester McCoy does a lot I feel like he's halfway through regenerating like you know you know in later Doctor Who's like you know like the Capaldi one where he has an entire adventure during regeneration you know David Tennant goes visits about 400 people like during regeneration the Doctor seems to get through a lot and I'm my theory is that the Doctor is currently regenerating <laughs> He's been re- he's regenerating through the whole back end of this series, uh, and uh, he doesn't know it. He's not entirely sure how it's happened because you know he's lost his memory. Things have gone missing, um, so that's why he's behaving a little bit like uh, the Sylvester McCoy Doctor. Um, so yes, uh, the passenger list. Oh, old mate security guard mentions he's retiring again. That's it. Next time he mentions it, he's dead. Uh, the Demeter seeds. I don't even know what they are. Um, now, you know what's weird is the Doctor explains the Judas goat and then brings up syllogisms without explaining what they are. Yeah. And then he's confused about the use of the word arbitrary by the the Valiard and claiming that he's, the, the Matrix has been altered. And then Mel goes down into the hydroponics bay with the guy from the communications deck. Um who then gets electrocuted and the camera sweeps across and there's explosions and Mel screaming and the music is exciting and oh my god I love this this is so much fun um, this is like old school Doctor Who the music is great the direction I fi- I'm finding more innovative than anything we've seen in this series like it, it's really kind of exciting even though the story 
it's quite obvious everything that's happening and they're just throwing great big fat words in that they've <laughs> found in the dictionary but yeah it's i i enjoyed this especially after the confusion of the last four episodes um i mean that's not entirely the last four episodes fault it was the last episode before this one this episode i feel like they've just like rebuilt the tardis and gone let's start again with the carrot juice yeah i'm not mad about the carrot juice anyway part two tomorrow how much fun 